Hey, my name is Kristen, and I want to personally welcome you in. I'm a small town mama and former elementary school teacher who spent $250 to start a network marketing business I knew nothing about. I had no followers, zero experience in marketing, and knew very little about social media. But I was able to educate myself on all the ins and outs of owning a business and now run an annual six-figure online business and partner with my husband in helping him run a local service-based business all from home. Because you're listening, it's likely that you're either considering getting started as an entrepreneur or you want to grow. Let's do this together. I'll use my experience as an educator to break it all down for you, social media marketing, business strategy, and networking. My goal is to help you find a sense of balance and fulfillment so you can inspire others to do the same using your unique gifts. So get comfy and cozy, grab a pen and paper and your drink of choice, and let's get to it. You guys, September was rough. <laughs> it was a real rough month for all of us um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, and I don't know if you guys watched my stories, but yesterday I shared something. I think it's probably already expired, but I'm pretty sure I also posted it on TikTok. But I'm going to tell you again in case you missed it. Um, over the weekend, I went on a women's retreat. Um, it's an event that I go to every single year with the ladies at our church. Um, you all know that I love I love serving in our church. Um, and the women in our church were very close, all different ages, young, old, brand new moms, some that are still single, um, all the way up to great grandmothers. Um, but we're just, we're a really strong tribe of women that just have each other's backs in different seasons of life. And um, so anyway, it's one of my favorite things. And we go and there's services and stuff. And one of the, actually the, the speaker this year, I'd heard her many times before and I just love her. Um, but she was talking about, um, I don't know if you guys have heard the scripture um, that talks about putting on the garment of praise, trading beauty for ashes um, instead of um, putting on the garment of praise instead of the um, a spirit of heaviness. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I think it's Isaiah 61, three, don't quote me on it, um, but you guys can go back and look, you can Google it or something if you want to. Um, but this thought just keeps popping up to me over and over and over again. And I'm going to share it with you. It has nothing to do with what I'm training. Um, but I just, us talking about September and how rough that month was moving into this month. Um, you know, she was saying that in that this, her sermon was basically about exchanges and how, um, in the Bible, there's multiple examples of change or exchanges where, um, you know, like if you have clothes that don't fit, you take them back to the store, right? And you exchange it for something that's better. Um, that's the purpose or the goal. Um, but sometimes we have things in our life that we want to exchange. And um, one of the things in that verse is talking about a garment of praise rather than the spirit of heaviness. And y'all know the spirit of heaviness was really heavy last month. For some of you, you might have been in a season of heaviness for a really, really long time. And um, so I, like and several ladies within our church have also we've got one woman who um, she she actually got cut and she got um, staph infection in her thumb. And um, it's it's so bad. She's like her doctors and all are working with her to try to thank God she didn't lose her thumb. But there's just new and y'all are all going through stuff like we've all. And if I know anything about the enemy is that he fights the hardest against men and women that he knows are on a mission. If you know what I'm talking about, I feel like I'm preaching a little bit y'all. Anyway, she's, she was talking about how, you know, with the garment of praise, we want to exchange that we want to praise. We want to have joy. We want to have a sense of fulfillment in whatever we do. However, 
because we because we got all this heaviness. But the thing is, she and this was the thing that I want to tell you was that she re- the reference to a garment of praise. I mean, think about it. You're all wearing garments right now, right? Every single one of you. I don't see anybody naked. Okay, we're all wearing clothes here. Now, did the clothes jump off of the rack onto your body? No, they didn't. You had to physically put them on. And when she said that, I was like, oh, it felt like it just like smacked me between the eyes because we will, we have to actually choose to put on a garment of praise. There are going to be bad days and there are going to be bad months and there are going to be bad years and there's going to be bad seasons. We have to be very aware and choose to put on joy. And when we take that one step, and sometimes it's harder than others, when we take that one step, it's going to replace the heaviness. Um, in fact, um, it's very interesting because today Ronnie and I went to lunch and we were listening. There was, I have no idea what was happening in the restaurant, but I think it was a group of women, like a group of church women. They were having like a thing. And this woman was talking and I was like trying to pay attention to my husband having lunch, but she was talking and she said something about how your brain works. And like, if you sing and you're singing like joy, there's no room in your brain to focus on how awful things are. Like you, it can't focus on but one thing at a time. So it's effectively, and for, for each of you, it's going to look different. Um, I know for me, sometimes it's like, I got to get outside. Like I can't sit in my house anymore. I can't um, be within four walls. Like I got to actually physically go outside in order to experience that or get that kind of change of scenery. It might be, you, hey, you need to go on a walk. Um, you know, or maybe put on some music, whatever. It looks different for all of us. Um, But I just wanted to kind of give that to you. Moving into this new month um, and this new season, I'm praying for all of us that things are going to shift. So Dina, thank you so much for celebrating that. And y'all, everything that you have going on, whether it's, hey, I followed up with my customers today, or hey, I posted a reel today and I don't usually post reels every day. Celebrate those things, okay? I want to know what you're doing in your business. And of course, when you share those things, it's kind of like this, like, oh, I want to do this. It kind of inspires, you know, the rest of us to want to step up and um, and to do that. So with that being said, we're going to, um, we're going to talk about Instagram um, and Facebook reels today. Okay. This is also kind of going to go in with TikTok. Last week, I asked how y'all felt about us kind of doing a heavy focus on reels last month and kind of the last several trainings that we've done have really focused on um, you know, focusing on your brand and how to generate customers and generating leads, like all of those sort of things. Um, but now I kind of want to go into more of like this content. And um, I know that reels for some of you is a challenge. Okay. And I want for you to hopefully over the next several weeks, kind of walk out of this with implementing things throughout, you know, as we move from training to training, that you're able to start implementing some of those things. And it at least, number one, helps you to have joy in what you're doing, that you actually love it, like you you enjoy it. But then also you're going to see some return, okay? Um, if there's anything, I was actually having a conversation with Riley. Hold on, let me get a sip of keys home. What are y'all drinking right now? I know y'all got ketones in your hand. Norma's got some. What flavor y'all got? I'm drinking Naranja. Anyway, Riley and I were talking um, earlier and I was telling her about, you know, I go, I used to go live literally every single day and I've kind of backed off from that partly because I'm so dang busy and I I literally can't get in a live video just because I'm, I mean, I literally walked in the door at six o'clock, we ate dinner and now here I am. Y'all are like that too. It's really hard. So it's like, I have to be really strategic about when I go live and I want to make sure 
then when I am going live, it's going to be worth it. I don't want to get on live video. And then it, Liz, eat your dinner, girl. You go, right. Nobody's judging you. You, you eat your dinner. Um, like I want for it to be worth it. I don't want to just go live for the sake of going live. So I've been considering, okay, like what's my strategy going to look like? Well, when many of you have been onboarded, I shared with you that ideally you want to go live minimum three times a week, right? And hopefully you are. Okay. And if you can go more than that, great. Okay. I know some of you go live every single day. That's awesome. I love that so much. Um, yeah, me too, Liz. Now, so with that being said, what can I, my brain went to like, what can I do to still give the value, but do it like in a more effective way? Bam, reels. Okay. So reels are going to be a great way. And I'm actually going to share, um, I don't know how far, cause I've got a lot of notes. Um, and I may only do a portion of this and like finish it later because I want to protect your time. Um, but there's a, there's several different parts to what I want to share with you about reels. Number one, the value of them. Um, and then we're going to kind of go through and talk about how you can show, use reels to show your personal brand. Um, again, giving value, attracting your people, um, and really, um, and doing it in, in an efficient way. Um, and then I also would love to, um, kind of get your take on what sort of reels you're doing right now. I want to hear from you, um, you know, what's working, what's not. Um, and then also I'm going to go through kind of the framework of reels and how to really maximize, um, and make them a little bit more engaging. Um, if we have time at the end, we'll open it up for Q and a, like we did last week. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Okay. So, don't worry if you're not taking, I mean, I hope you're taking notes, but if you can't, I totally understand. Um, the replay for this is going to be in our Facebook group. And then I'm going to try to add some notes in there as well. So you can kind of go back um, for sure. Okay. So first thing I want to go through is the power of visual content and um, thinking about why we want to do reels in addition to the other types of posting. Okay. So right now, if we were to think about all the different ways that we show up on social media, there are stories, y'all, and stories should be the easiest thing for you to do. Don't think about stories, okay? Now, I do every single morning um, post, you know, some ideas of things for you to add to your stories that go with the business, but everything else outside of that is just what you're up to, okay? Like whatever's going on in your day, if you're making coffee, put that in your stories. If you're eating lunch, Put that in your stories, okay? So like literally anything, it's your personal virtual diary, all right? So that's the first way that we show up on social media. The second way we do it is through posting. We also call those static posts. And a static post is basically a picture and a caption, okay? Or sometimes like, I know some of us do this, like we'll put a quote with a background or like a freebie Friday post. You know what I'm talking about, right? So it's a post, a, a basic post. Okay, nothing moving, no video, nothing attached. We also have live video, which is going when you hit the live button on any platform and you physically, it's like like you're your own reality show, right? You're, you're getting people into your life, whether you're cooking in your kitchen, whether you are making soap. I've done that before. I've made laundry detergent on live video. The Last week, I literally went live in my car on the way home. Literally, I was on the way to pick up Riley from school and I was going live in my car. If you don't have one of those, um, like a dash attachment to put, like to prop up your phone in your car, like if you're limited on time and you're like, dang it, I need to go live, do it in your car on your drive. Just put your phone there and just go at it, okay? Killing two birds with one stone, all right? 
So, I mean, and that was about see you at the poll. It's like, that's your, you're giving people this glimpse into who you are as a person. People, people most of the time aren't going to watch a full live video. I mean, let's be real. Who here really likes lives? I need to know here. Who loves to watch a live video and like, we'll watch it from start to finish. Anyone? It's illegal in your state to have a dash thing. Stop it. I didn't even know that was a thing. The point is so that you don't hold the phone. That's so strange. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, well, thanks for sharing that with me. Um, I didn't see a single one of you raise your hand. So nobody here, and my guess is even the people, because I'm actually live right now, I even people probably that are watching are probably hopping on and off. Yeah, like I'm seeing names pop up. Hi, Barbara. Hey, Christine. Hi, Anne. Hey, Lisa. 13 people, 14 people watching, but I guarantee that number is going to go down because like they don't, they don't stick around, right? They're not going to watch the whole thing because people's time is very limited. They don't have, in fact, it's so funny the other night when we were sitting around, we, um, in the condo the other night, Miss Faye, she's, um, one of our, we call her Nana Faye. Um, she is one of the ladies in our church loves, love her so much. She said, I was watching you the other night and you were cooking and you were, and she was telling me like, you had something, I think it was steak. It was like thin and you were doing this. She was like, and I was, I was over there and I was writing it. I said, Miss Faye, the recipe was in the caption. She was like, well, I didn't pay attention to that. I was just writing it down and I was trying to, she said, but I couldn't watch that whole thing. I didn't have time. She said, so I figured, you know what? I'm just going to ask her. So I told her what to do or whatever, but it was prime example of like, she doesn't have kids at home. She's retired. She don't have time to watch a whole live video. And let's be honest, she probably didn't want to. Most people don't. Reels are though going to be like this way of like pulling your people in and marrying the, the content that you're creating, whether it's the static post, whether it's the live video and condensing it into this shorter time frame that's going to keep your people's attention, okay? Y'all, my husband is not on TikTok, but homie loves to scroll through reels. Like that is like his favorite thing ever. Riley is the exact same way. How many of y'all are reels watchers? Like you love to watch reels. That's like one of your favorite ways to consume content. Anyone? My, my guess is yes, because you're going to get little nuggets. Now I want you to write that down. First of all, if you, if you're writing anything down, write little nuggets. Okay. That's important. When you're scrolling, when you're scrolling reels, you're getting little nuggets, a little bite-sized pieces of information at a time. Your brain does not have to work so hard. And more than likely, if you'll notice whenever you're scrolling, if something doesn't catch your attention right away, you're scrolling right on past. Am I right? Like it's really got to grab your focus. And last week, whenever I trained, I said, start paying attention. Are you, did you, have y'all started doing this? When you're scrolling? Are you paying attention to what's grabbing your focus? Like, are you stopping and going, man, they got me. What about this post grabbed me in? Are y'all doing that? If you're not doing that, I'm going to encourage you to start doing that. Okay. It's really, really vital. It's going to give you a whole lot of information because if you start to recognize what other creators are doing, that's grabbing your attention, you'll start to see a pattern in what you're attracted to in their strategy in their content creation, you go, ooh, I saw what they did there. I'm gonna do that. Do you see? Like whether it's a hook or whatever, we're gonna go through some of that in just a few minutes, okay? 
So little nuggets, it's easy on the brain, it's easy to consume, but people are still getting to get to know you. They're still getting to see your your face, your voice, all those sort of things. And mind you, there's several different ways that we can do reels um, that I'm hopefully going to have enough time to um, to share with you um, today. Okay. So um, another thing about it is that I love, um, so we have TikTok, then we have Instagram reels, and then we have Facebook reels. When I'm using the word reel, it can literally be applied on all three platforms. Okay. So when I say reels, it can also be a TikTok. All right. So just keep that in mind um, as well. Now, here are some things to consider when it comes to creating reels. Let's first start with how long they should be. Okay. How long should a reel be? Well, it depends, right? It really depends on the outcome that you want for the reel. All right. In some cases, you're going to do a talking reel. All right, where you're actually going to maybe share a story, you're going to teach something. One recommendation that I have for you, most of you are already creating Facebook posts. I would take that and use it as a script and turn it into a TikTok or a reel. Even if you don't post it that same day, you can save it and draft it and then you can post it later. Okay, like I'll do that. Um, and then when it comes time when we're promoting Reboot, my script is the same as the post. I'm not going to post the the reel the same week that I, so I save it for the next month and then I post it and that way the language is it looks a little different, okay? So there's an idea there that's going to help you to get a better return on your content. You've already done the post, you've already done the work. Why not create the video to match it? You're going to double your your output of create content creation instantly um, with just in a matter of minutes of recording, okay? So you've got some talking reels and then you have some of those where you're like Maybe it's a trending audio. When I say trending audio, I'm going to give you an example in just a second. When I say trending audio, it would be like music or like people talking or whatever. Sometimes in those, you're either entertaining or educating and you're moving around. So the variation of the time is going to look a little bit different. So if you are doing a talking reel, let's start there. My recommendation is to keep it under a minute and a half. All right, let me tell you why. All right, because if you were to post on TikTok, most of us are creating content in TikTok and then draft and then downloading it and repurposing it on Facebook and Instagram. Am I right? A lot of you are doing that. I know some of you are creating. So Dina does a lot of hers on Instagram and goes the other way. Um, and it depends on the season for me. Sometimes I'm more active in content creating on Instagram and then I carry over to TikTok and then sometimes I flip flop back and forth. So it really depends. Okay. But what happens is whenever you save that video to your camera roll, on your phone, Facebook Reels is only going to let you go up to 90 seconds and then it's going to cut it off. So you don't want to have a three and a half minute video. First of all, three and a half minutes, most people aren't going to watch it anyway. Um, and then it's going to get cut off, right? Unless you crop it or edit it. Who's got time for all that work, right? So keep that in mind whenever you're doing like a talking video or something like that. Um, another example of this would be, um, I posted one this morning. So if you actually want to go to my page this morning on Facebook, you can see it. Um, and you'll actually see multiple examples of what I'm talking about. So this morning I shared a video. Um, this was to alleviate the issue when it talks about going live and shortening the video so people get the full recipe and the directions on how to make something in a concise amount of time where they don't have to watch a 30 minute live or a 20 minute live. So I was making cabbage um, and I was talking to the video. I had it cut down into segments to show them each part. That video was a minute and a half. 
Like, I think it was like a minute and 27 seconds or a minute and 26 seconds, something like that. I made sure it was that small. That way I could use it on multiple platforms because Instagram has a limit and so does um, this Facebook. Okay. Now, as far as the other types of reels, if you're using an audio that's trending, my recommendation is keep it as short as possible. Okay. My recommendation with those is about seven seconds. I know that sounds crazy, but seven seconds is like a good sweet spot, okay? So um, whenever you're pulling up reels and you actually tap on like the music to see the sound, if you need help with cutting it down and you don't know how to do that, I'm not gonna do that on this video um, or this training, but what you can message me and I will, I'll walk you through that, okay? Um, but seven seconds is a great um, place because again, bite-sized nuggets, little bits and pieces of information. This is going to give you a clear, concise, just something quick that's going to give your audience information or relevancy or whatever. Um, and then they're going to move on about their day. Okay. Um, it also, here's another thing to consider. The shorter your content is, the, the more likely that people can binge your content. Remember, everybody's busy. Okay. And when I say binge, when I mean binge, it's just like whenever you binge food, you eat a lot, right? Or when you binge a TV show, you watch multiple episodes back to back. When people binge your content, what will happen is people will go to your page. Maybe they're scrolling their feed and you pop up and then something comes up and they're like, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this girl. They tap on you. They go to your profile and then they start to look at everything else that you have. Maybe not the whole everything, but they'll binge your content. Okay. The shorter your, your pieces are, the more that they're likely to watch. Okay, especially if you're holding their attention and you're building in some engagement. So is that good as far as time goes on how long you should spend on those? Perfect. Now, here's the next thing I want to talk about, and that is outlining a reel. Okay, what should the framework look like when it comes to creating your reels? I have a tickle in the back of my throat. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. First thing you want to do in your reel is make sure you have a hook. Then you want one simple idea that's going to give value. And then a call to action. Those three pieces, that is the secret sauce. Okay. A hook, one simple piece of information, and a call to action. Now, a hook is going to look different um, depending on the reel, okay? Depending on whether you are telling a story, whether you are teaching something, whether you are being funny, it's going to look different, okay? Um, in just a little bit, I'm actually going to share some examples of catchy hooks that I have come across um, as I follow other creators that are experts in this area. Um, literally, that's how I come up with a lot of my my um, hooks that I use is through following other creators that are just much smarter than me and have a whole lot more time than I do when it comes to doing research on this stuff. Okay, so um, I'll share that in our in our team chat so you can just save those to your phone. You can use them kind of as a um, like a, you can just save it to your camera roll, maybe make a folder. And then that way, when you run out of ideas, you can kind of pull from that. Also, are you guys liking the weekly real idea that I'm sharing with you that gives you like the sound? Now, the thing is, if you're banking those, I would recommend you not doing that because I don't know how long that audio is going to trend. Okay. And I'm going to be transparent with you that 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 I'm sharing with you is from an expert in this field. Like she's 
I'm getting the information from her and I'm sending it to you. Okay. So this is not Kristen coming up with it going, I think this is a great, no, this is actually someone who has and coaches and like this, she's a social media manager. Okay. So um, it's going to have that training audio in there. You, you listen to the audio and then there are several different frameworks as far as text that you can add um, for that. Of course, this isn't talking reels, right? These are trending audio type reels. So you want to keep them short and concise, okay? Like that seven seconds that I talked about before. So once a week, as she shares them with me, I'm just going to share them um, with you. So even I think that you doing that and following that is going to help you and at least... For me, whenever I see something like that, it's sometimes I'll go, ooh, I'll do this. And then it maybe will give me an idea of something to do somewhere else. Okay. Um, so hopefully that helps. Now, hooks can be like you, um, you can be uh, like, it can be like a, a, sh a change in like the environment. So like maybe you like come into the camera really fast or like um, you might have like text really big on the screen or you ask your followers a question to begin with. Um, there's a lot of other ideas and what I'm going to share with you. In fact, I'll try to I'll, I'll share just for the sake of um, uh, this feels like it should be illegal. That's a good hook. Um, three easy and effective ways to blank. That's a hook. How to do blank cheap. That's a hook. I wish I had known this sooner. Do you see how like these are really engaging? They're going to grab someone's attention. They're going to be like, what does she wish she knew how to do sooner? I want to know how to do that. Do you see? Um, the biggest mistake I ever made was blank. People, you want to grab something. Can I share a secret? Um, let's see. Incoming, unpopular opinion. This might ruffle some feathers, but I hate to admit this. Do you do this as well? Um, let's see. Here's another one. Um, three ways to go from blank to blank. Those are all hooks that you can use. They're going to grab your audience's attention. Um, and then of course you can do some of those other um, things as well. Now, the next part about the reel is focusing on one thing at a time. For the longest time, I was doing it wrong. How many of y'all done it wrong before? All of us, every single one of us, um, have done it wrong. I was following one of these creators and she was talking about how um, she sees these people out here, us, people like us, we're out there and we're creating these reels. And she's like, it's really good stuff. The problem is it's too much. <laughs> she was like, you gotta, you gotta like, like bring it down a little bit. Okay. People like, you're really making them brain tired. Too much is too much. People go, and I think that as business owners and people that are using social media to grow a business, we forget what it's like to be the human on the other side of that screen who came to Instagram or came to TikTok or Facebook. Like, why did they come to these platforms? Did they come to like go to college, you know, learn how to write a, like, did they? No, they didn't. They came to these platforms because they needed a break from reality. If we're being real, like they, they're just, want, they're, they're brain tired. They just want something to like, you know, give them a little bit of validation, maybe find a recipe or two, you know, like just take a break, right? They come to these platforms for enjoyment and for connection and community. That's it. That's the only reason why they come. They don't come looking to buy. They don't come like, you know, looking to learn about how to, you know, do blah, blah, like to fix their entire life. That's not the reason why they're here. 
but they stay when you give them something that's worthwhile. So if you're doing like, if you're doing a talking reel, rather than going, you know, I'm going to teach you about all of the blah, 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 blah. Focus on one tip at a time. Again, little nuggets, little bite-sized pieces, one thing at a time. Now, the beauty in that is if you're one of those people who do like, I got three tips for blah, blah, blah. You could actually make three different reels, right? So you're, again, you're going to maximize the amount of content that you make. Now, that's not to say, and try it. Maybe do it both ways and see what happens. Because all of us, our content works differently. So you could even do, like, say it's three ways to, I don't know, three my top three tips for intermittent fasting. I don't know, that's the first thing popped in my head. Maybe you say that. My top three tips for intermittent fasting. You create one reel that's my top three tips for intermittent fasting. And then on the other hand, go um, number one tip for intermittent fasting. And then you do that. Second one, you're going to go, got another tip for you on intermittent fasting. And then, man, I am loaded with facts. Today, I got a tip for you for intermittent fasting. And you've now created three different reels and see how it works. Does the one with the three all at once get better traction than you splitting them up? Well, then do it that way, right? Start to pay attention to those things. Be Don't be afraid to test the waters to see what works. Y'all know the expression, like throw spaghetti against the wall and see if it sticks. And you'll you'll find out what's going to resonate most with your audience. So whenever I started to test this theory, when it came to, um, you know, going live in food, it took me a little while before I realized like what my audience was attracted to. And I'm still learning. Right. And of course, we know that the platforms are evolving. The way that they're pushing out content um, is a little different from here on there. So we have to constantly be aware of and paying attention to what our followers are engaging with. So if you're asking yourself right now, like you're thinking to yourself, like out of all the content that I put out, whenever I talk about this, people tend to respond. Can you think of that one thing right now? Out of all of the content that I share, when I get engagement, it's when I talk about this. That's a huge red flag for you to focus on creating more content like that. And then also think about it again, like what type of content? It might not be reels for you, okay? Anyway, and then of course, call to action at the very end. Um, and calls to action, it really depends on the type of reel that you are creating. So in some cases, maybe if you're sharing a recipe, that's a lead generating reel, right? So you might say, um, comment the word help um, if you want access to more of my tips. Or I have a free cheat sheet for you, so comment the word cheat sheet. You know, like you could do a lead generation. If you're doing lead generation from your content that you're sharing out, first of all, ask yourself, when was the last time that you put out a lead generator, okay? Have you done one recently? Now, lead generator is anything that's going to put someone in that funnel of having a conversation about ketones or about the business, right? So that's lead generating. If you have gone live on food or anything to do with health and wellness, that's a lead generating tool. You better be giving calls to action. Otherwise, you're losing those people. People don't naturally come to your live video and watch you and go, man, I sure hope she's got a Facebook group. Man, I wish she would invite me to her Facebook group. Golly, it would be so good if she had this cookbook that she could share with me. No, they don't. They're scrolling your page and they came across your live video and they're like, what the heck is she making? Pumpkin fluff? Oh, that looks good. Hmm, I think I might try that. That's what they're thinking. 
When you say the word, hey, I got a free recipe group for you, loaded with thousands and thousands of ideas, tons of support, amazing, incredible community, comment the word help. Oh, dang, I didn't know she had a Facebook group. Man, she must know her stuff. Help. They're going to type it. They're not. If you don't ask, they're not going to do it. So why not ask? And do it multiple times, especially if you're alive, okay? But if you're on a reel, make sure your call to action is in there, okay? Um, in some cases, um, you may want to play around with where you put your call to action. You can do it as um, text on the screen. You could also verbally say it. You could put it in the caption. You could do it all, the, all of those things, okay? It's up to you how you do it. Another thing is thinking about the timing of when the or that call to action is going to be. So I remember there were, there's a couple of viral reels that I did, TikToks actually, that I did where um, I was sharing a recipe, but at the very beginning of the reel, I was like, hey, you guys, you guys know that I'm here for, I, I'm known for like easy, I can't remember my exact wording, but it was like, I'm known for easy recipes. I have a thousand more that I can share with you. Comment recipes. If you want more like this, Tuscan chicken, blah, blah, blah. And I went through the, the Tuscan chicken. In that particular instance, I put the call to action at the beginning. If I do it at the beginning and they don't watch all the way to the end, I'm good to go, right? Because let's be honest, sometimes they don't watch all, all the way to the end. So if you're saving your call to action for the last two seconds of the clip, consider maybe adding text on the screen and it lasting a little longer, okay? Think about that timing. Again, pay attention to when you're scrolling and you're consuming content, what did they do, okay? What did they do? And, and see how that's going to, um, if you can apply that to your own personal brand, okay? So um, in some other calls to action, you can do like the comment blank with the keyword, um, or you can ask them a question. Say you're not doing a lead generator. You are sharing a story about yourself, okay? Talking about your day or giving some value in terms of like, like at the beginning of this training, whenever I was talking about the garment of praise, I might ask my followers a question, at the very end of that has nothing, to, I'm not generating leads, I'm creating community, connection. So ask your followers a question that's related to it, right? So there's a lot of different ways. Um, if you want, I can go more in depth on that later. Um, but those are the three pieces or the framework to um, a call to action that I highly recommend. But I definitely recommend above all else, making sure that you grab your viewers' attention right from the very beginning, okay? Like we said, if you don't grab their attention at the very beginning, you've lost them. You've done it yourself when you're scrolling, okay? So start paying attention to what is it that's causing you to stop the scroll and then start implementing that yourself, okay? Um, all right, perfect. Now, we're going to go in, um, let's see. I'm just kind of breathing through my notes. I want to make sure I give you all the, the right stuff and not make it to everyone. Okay. Captions. Let's go through captions and then we'll wrap it up and do um, a Q and A if you guys want. Okay. So final thing when it comes to, um, to captions. Um, so captions are like, um, like the icing on the cake. Okay. Uh, when it comes to creating a reel now, depending on where this reel is being shown, the caption will be shown a different way. So keep that in mind as well. All right. So with Facebook, I don't know if y'all's looks like this, but Facebook actually did a little transition for me recently. Let me know how, how y'all's looks. It might be different because y'all know Facebook is just sometimes, it just has a mind of its own. I don't know. Um, but for me, whenever I pull up Facebook, um, 
like here's my um my reel from this morning the one that i was saying about me doing the food do you see how i have my call to action comment recipes if you want more of my tips there's my call to action it was a lead generator so i put my call to action in the caption as well as while i was talking okay but then you'll see the hashtags that are underneath now if i were to pull up let's go to instagram I haven't posted that particular one on Instagram, but I have um, this see what the poll reel that I made last week. The caption for this one is gonna be, y'all know what it looks like, okay? So you can actually see the full thing. However, if I were to only be scrolling the reels page, can you see the caption? No, you can see the first line. So what that tells me is that if I'm creating a reel on Instagram and I know that I've got a lot of meat and potatoes in the caption, I have to tell my followers to read the caption for more. Let me show you a specific example where I did this. Um, I know I did this. Oh, the, the money one that I just posted the other day. Okay, so this one right here. So see here, you're gonna see me put a call to action in just a second that says see caption or read. See how it just popped up? So I've got, what does the Bible say about money? And then my call to action thoughts in the caption. That way, when they come down, well, if they were watching it on the reels page, they're not going to see my full caption unless I tell them to. Okay. So in that case, they're going to have to tap on the caption and then they can pull it up and read the full thing. Again, we have the business brain of like, oh, we know that the caption is there, but not everybody does. Okay, so they're not going to, their eyes are not, y'all think about it. When you're scrolling reels on Instagram, I mean, you might not do that, but if you do, are you physically tapping on the caption every single time? Probably not. So if you have something of value that you want to share, then you you definitely need to tell them um, to tap it. So in that case, um, I had just a little, so my my hook was, what does the Bible say about money? My call to action was thoughts in the caption. And then I have a full caption here that I go into more depth about the topic of the video. And then I have an additional call to action at the end. Don't you think? So this is not a lead generator. This is just to give value that's related to my brand. Okay. There's no catch here. And unless you're doing things like this that are genuinely giving value, my guess is that your page is like super saturated with like lots of posts about ketones and about sales and about losing weight or fat loss or energy. And that's why you're losing people. You've got to genuinely show like what, why should these people come to you? There are a million other people in the world that sell ketones. I mean, I don't think so. There's not a million, but y'all know what I mean. Why, what sets you apart? Why should they do business with you? What's going to attract them to your brand? And we've taught, this isn't a brand training, but you guys get the idea, okay? Now with Facebook, again, it's gonna look a little different. So you kind of just have to play around with it. Um, now when you do, um, excuse me, I don't, I also recommend that you kind of play around with the length of your caption, depending on the, the topic of the video. I would keep it the shorter, the better. Um, on TikTok, same thing. You wanna do like a quick, like maybe a call to action or something like that. Um, and then of course you want to include your hashtags, okay? On Reels, I highly recommend hashtags. And I learned this from Rachel Peterson. She does the three by three by three. I think I've shared this with you guys before. 
Okay. The three by three by three of hashtags. I am not as super consistent with this as I should be. And I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm giving my Kristen, you know, better, um, thing boards comes in really helpful with this. If you want, she says, um, three, oh gosh, what is it? Like I have to, I'm going to Google it real quick. I should have already had this pulled up for you, but I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Rachel, actually, you know what? I'll put it in the, um, cause I don't want to waste time. I'll Google it real quick. If it doesn't pop up, then I'll just put it in the notes and the replay section of our, um, of our group, Rachel Peterson three. Oh, maybe here's her, her reel. This is the single greatest hashtag strategy to use if you are a smaller account or creator on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook. And it is not any of these guru strategies. I present to you my three by three hashtag strategy. First, you're going to use one to three hashtags that are related to who you serve, not who you are. All right. Did y'all get that? Your first one to three hashtags are going to be targeted towards who you serve not who you are. Let me write this down. Because I don't want to get it wrong whenever I share it with you later. Hashtag. So one to three. One to three hashtags for who you serve, not who you are. Okay. So who is it that you're wanting to attract? All right. Here's the next one. Then you're going to pick one to three hashtags that are related to what it is that you offer and three hashtags that are related to. So the next three or one to three are going to be what you offer. What it is that you offer. And then one to three hashtags related to why, a.k.a. the pain points that people are going through. And here are three examples of them. I'm a social so- media pain points that, um, that they go through. So like, um, so if I'm thinking of like a pain point, it could be, um, how to intermittent fast. That's a pain point. They're trying to figure out how to intermittent fast. I don't know why I'm stuck on intermittent fasting <laughs> tonight's training. Um, how to deal with mom guilt. Um, what to do when you're tired. See how that's like addressing their pain point. So a hashtag related to the who might be hashtag seven figure business owner. A hashtag related to what it is that I offer is social media strategy. And a hashtag related to the why the pain point might be hashtag low views. That is my three by three strategy. All right. Was that helpful? Like I love her strategy. And actually, if you're not following Rachel Peterson, you totally should be. Um, Her Peterson is P-E-D-E-R-S-O-N. Um, she is so, so good when it comes to social media strategy. And she, she puts out like a lot of content. Um, in fact, never mind. I'm not going to tell you that because y'all are going to go start like going down the rabbit hole and grab because she's got a lot as far. I was going to tell you about it, like this thing that she offers us like a course or whatever, but it's super, super long. Don't do that. Cause it's, it's, it really is. It's a lot, but go to her platforms and follow her because she shares little bite-sized nuggets. Remember, you don't have a lot of time. So um, I definitely recommend you following her. So the hashtags, I would do that on all three platforms. Um, so who you serve, not who you are, what you offer, and then their pain points. Um, again, focusing on one to three of those. All right. So that kind of brings us to um, the ending of tonight's training. So I'm hoping that's helpful to you. Um, you know, keep in mind, we talked about the reason why we want to do reels and incorporating them. 
into our content strategy. Um, we went through uh, the framework of a reel, like the, this is how it should look. Um, and then kind of sort of touched on like, you know, what that's going to look like relative um, to your brand. I oh my gosh, that went by so quickly. Did you enjoy today's episode of the Kristen Morris show? If so, please do me a favor and leave a review on the platform you're listening to and share this episode with a friend. Better yet, let's connect. Find me on any social media platform and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaways. And until next time, lead by example and inspire others to do the same.